Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Run Your Money. Today on the show, we're talking about the financial realities between working for yourself and having an employer. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and personal finance consultant. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show, and happy tax season. It's my favorite time of year. I am kidding, but also not really kidding. I'm in a tax class this semester in grad school. It's so funny to me because I know most people think this stuff is so freaking dry and would find this class super dry, but I love it. I don't know what to say. I just love it. I think it's so interesting, and it gets like the strategy part of my brain on fire because then you can start thinking about ways to minimize or optimize your taxes or what governments can do to bring in the most tax revenue without harming people at the low end of the economic spectrum, etc. It's so fascinating to me. So anyway, speaking of taxes, tax season in the United States is upon us, and that means the tax deadline is coming up on April 15th. So I want to know from you, what questions do you have about filing taxes, planning for taxes, preparing for taxes, getting tax breaks, etc.? I'm going to do a tax episode super soon about whether or not you need to hire someone to do your taxes or if you can use something like Intuit or TaxAct, plus a bunch of other stuff that might be helpful as you begin to prepare for your own taxes. But I do want to know what questions you have or your confusion, struggles, etc. You can let me know by sending me an email at hello at veronicagrant.com or you can come over to TikTok or Instagram and send me a message there or comment on any of my videos. I'm Veronica E. Grant on both of the platforms. So let me know your tax questions. I will compile all of those and create a tax episode for you. So we're going to dive into a tax topic that I have become super passionate about. And if you can't tell, if you've listened to the past several episodes that I've done on the show this month, is that I'm feeling a little frustrated and anger towards the online wellness, personal development, and online business space. And that's because a lot of those teachings teach without nuance or perspective. A lot of it's like, this is how I did it and you can do it too. Just buy my program and I will show you the five steps or whatever it is. And I'm not saying those five steps didn't work for them, but it worked for that person selling the thing who had a very specific set of circumstances, which may or may not apply to someone else who has totally different circumstances. 
I find a similar tactic among people who call themselves business consultants or business coaches who are trying to teach you like a business in a box almost, where you can set up your own business and you can run your business from anywhere in the world and you can be your own boss and put the middle finger up to the corporate world, etc., etc. And it sounds really good. And look, I succumb to a lot of that marketing. I started my business back in 2015, but I began preparing for my business as early as 2013, 2014 or so. And when I think about those circumstances, I was so ripe for that kind of marketing and messaging. I was working at a job in Washington, D.C., where I was grossly underpaid, especially considering the cost of living in D.C., not to mention that the job was not really what I wanted to be doing. I also didn't really love my coworkers. There was just lots of things not really going well for me there. And the nail in the coffin, or I guess I should say the two nails in the coffin for me were when I was moved from my desk, which was in this nice open air space with a few big windows. It was a really nice place to work all day. But the place that I was working for decided to hire more interns than they had desks. And so because it wouldn't be quote unquote fair to have one intern in the closet, they moved me from my desk into the closet. Then because of that, I asked my boss if I could work from home a couple of days a week. And now this was long before COVID. So the idea of working from home wasn't really a thing. And when I asked, I was told no. And I said, well, the senior staff get to work from home on Fridays, which was true. I was not senior staff. And they said, well, they all have families. And I was like, okay, I'm out. So as you can tell, I was very frustrated. I hated this job and I just wanted to do anything to get out, but I was feeling a little pigeonholed and I wasn't sure what direction or next move to make. And that's when I started getting this bug in my ear around having an online business and a coaching business. And the way I got into that world is at that time, I had been teaching yoga and fitness classes on and off on nights and weekends for probably close to eight or nine years at that point. And I loved teaching those classes. And I really just wanted to do that full time. And I told that to a friend and she was like, well, I don't think that's really going to pay the bills. And also, wouldn't you get really exhausted running around all the time? And don't you think you need something a little more mentally stimulating? And then she suggested having my own business. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But what kind of business? I have no interest in having a gym or a yoga studio. That didn't seem really feasible. And she was like, oh, well, you should check out my friend. She's a yoga teacher, but she also does this health coaching thing. And so she showed me her website and I just got totally entranced. It looked like she had all of these clients, at least from what I could tell. And she was doing her coaching, but then she also was teaching yoga at a local studio. And this just looked like the dream and the life that I wanted to create for myself. I could create my own source of income. I could quit the shitty job that I had, probably make a lot more money than I was making and just have a lot more time freedom, financial freedom, etc. So I got to work. I got my health coaching certification from IIN. I did my best to learn how to run an online business. And in 2015, my then boyfriend, who eventually became my husband, we moved from Washington, D.C. to Dallas, Texas. And it just seemed to be a really great move for both of us because he had a great job opportunity there. And because it was far less expensive to live there than it was, at least in Washington, D.C. at the time, he would be able to support both of us while I got my business off the ground. Now, I've talked a lot about that before. I don't know if going cold turkey into the business was the move, but that's neither here nor there. 
But the reality was it was not so easy to just get clients and build my business. But I just tell you this background story to remind you that there's a lot of this selling of the dream. This is super prevalent in the MLM world, or let me teach you how to be an affiliate marketer world, or let me teach you how to be a coach or a service provider, etc. Work from anywhere, be your own boss, achieve financial freedom, etc. There's definitely some truth to this dream and people have created this dream and it's totally possible. And I think in many ways I did create this dream for myself. However, the reality of it was far, far different than what's being marketed. And I'm not even referring to how your race, gender, class, sexual orientation, etc. might impact your ability to create this so-called dream and find success there. The selling of the dream rarely talks about what the implications are if you were to receive money from your self-employment versus from being employed traditionally. So what I want to do in this episode is I want to give you a breakdown of what the financials mean. And I'm not talking about how much you make versus your expenses, because I do think that I made a million dollars thing. It doesn't really work that well anymore because I think some chickens are coming home to roost because people are now seeing, yeah, you might have made a million dollars, but you also spent $990,000 to get there. I want to go a little bit deeper than that and actually look at the tax implications. Because I don't think a lot of people really think about the tax implications for working for yourself. And if you're like me, you just assume that you actually get tax breaks when you're starting your own business, because isn't that what the government wants people to do? How many times have you listened to a presidential debate about how the American economy is driven by small businesses? Well, you might be surprised what the tax implications are if small business is the direction you want to move towards. And that's what I want to get to in today's episode. So I'm just going to tell you that this episode does get a little numbers heavy. I only give you the important numbers and try to make it as clear as possible, but I will put the numbers into my Substack. So if you're a paid subscriber, you can go ahead and check out those numbers for yourself. So you can either better follow along or just have it for reference later on. And by the way, if you're like, wait, what Substack? Yes, you heard it right. I have a Substack now and that's where I send my weekly newsletter. It's all free. You still have access to this podcast. However, if you want ad free episodes and if you want access to my one paid subscriber episode per month, then you can become a paid subscriber. It's very inexpensive. So just go over to my Substack link to sign up and I will put the links to all that good stuff in the show notes. Okay, so what I want to do today is I want to look at two people making $100,000. Person one is going to be making $100,000 in a regular corporate job. And then the second person is going to be making $100,000 as well, but in their own business. And so we're going to break down what the tax implication for each situation actually means. Because like I said, when I first started my business, and I feel like I'm pretty financially savvy. Even back then, I was more financially savvy than most. And a lot of the tax implications were a huge surprise for me. So again, we're going with person one. Person one makes $100,000 at their job, but they also have a 5% employer match in their 401k. And that's a pretty standard benefit. Obviously, this is not true for every corporate job, but I do think most corporations have some sort of 401k matching, and often it's even more than 5%. So we're just going to go with 5%. So if you want to get that match, which by the way, if you do have a job, I highly recommend that you do, you have to put $5,000 of your own money into your 401k each year, and then your employer will match you. This is going to do two things. One, it's actually going to lower your taxable income to $95,000. So you'll save some money on taxes. And your employer is going to give you $5,000. So it's really like you're making $105,000. Right off the bat, there is no one matching your income if you work for yourself. 
Of course, you can put your own money in an IRA or a SEP or a solo 401k if you want. But if you want someone to match that, you're matching that yourself as both the employed and the employer. Okay, and just one more thing for this exercise, I am going to skip state and local taxes because there are a million different potential scenarios. Some states have zero income taxes, some states have flat taxes, some states have progressive taxes. Some cities have taxes, some don't. It would just get really complicated. So what I'm looking at today is what you are going to be paying to the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service. That is federal tax income. Okay, so you're making $100,000, but again, now you're being taxed as if you made $95,000 because you're putting 5% into your 401k and you're automatically getting a $5,000 match from your employer. You're going to be responsible for two different kinds of taxes on that $95,000. The first is going to be your income tax. When people talk about tax brackets, like I'm in the 15% tax bracket or I'm in the 24% tax bracket, this is what they're talking about. And here in the United States, we have a progressive tax system, which means that your first $10,000 or so is taxed at 10%, your next 15 or so thousand dollars is taxed at I think it's like 12% or 15%, something like that, and so on. And it goes all the way up to 37%. So if you're being taxed as if you made $95,000, your highest tax bracket is going to be 22%. And this ends up being a total tax bill of $13,161. And again, this is just your federal income tax. Now you have a second tax that the IRS is going to want to collect. And this is called your payroll tax. Your payroll tax funds social insurance programs, specifically Medicare and Social Security. And this is a flat tax that is taxed at 15.3%. And this is true no matter your income. Now, that tax does disappear beyond a certain income level. I believe it's $160,000 or so. However, when you have an employer, they pay half of that tax. So instead of paying the full 15.3%, you only have to pay 7.65%, which means instead of paying approximately $15,000 in payroll taxes, you're going to be paying approximately $7,600 in payroll taxes from your paychecks. Here's your total take-home pay. You have a $5,000 contribution to your 401k, and then we subtract the $13,161 that are your federal income taxes And then we subtract another $7,600 to cover your payroll taxes. Your total take-home pay ends up being $74,189. And again, this does not account for any state or local taxes, which may or may not apply to you depending on where you live. Just so you know, there are seven U.S. states that do not have any income taxes, And then others have a flat rate tax of around four to five, maybe 6%. And then many do have progressive tax systems that will go all the way up to 10% for the top earners. My favorite thing about budgeting is that I can spend a ridiculous amount of money on my sushi habit guilt-free because I know I've allocated other money towards savings and retirement. Ever since Mint closed, I've been looking for a new budgeting home and my search has ended with Brightfin. I love this app because I can easily categorize my expenses by swiping them into a spend, splurge, save, or share bucket. And y'all, the swiping makes it so easy and fast and honestly fun to manage your money. Then I go to my dashboard and I can see exactly where I am with my spending for the month. Brightfin even helps me build my budget by allowing me to select preset budget allocations based on my goals. And obviously, I use the one called the Wealth Builder. 
Right now, listeners of my podcast can get exclusive access to their beta iOS version and use the app for free. And when the app officially launches later this year, you'll get an exclusive discount as a beta user. To download and start swiping your way to financial savviness, go to brightfin.io. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-F-I-N dot I-O. Happy swiping. And here are some other benefits you get when you are employed. One, you get paid vacation and paid sick leave. Number two, you might be eligible for bonuses or overtime pay. So even if your base salary is $100,000, you might get a little extra money around fiscal year ends or around of the calendar year. And then most important, and this is huge, by the way, if you were to get laid off, you would be eligible for unemployment insurance to help carry you through until you found a new job. And I just want to emphasize this here a lot because businesses tend to have better years and less good years. And that's just the nature of business. And so if you have a bad business year or your business goes completely out of business, there is no unemployment insurance for you. And I think this is something really important to consider if you're weighing between Should I stay in my job and go full time in my business? Okay, so now let's move into what your tax situation might look like if you make $100,000, but this time you make it by working for yourself. And just one note about this, I am basing scenario two as if you are a service-based business. If you are selling any kind of goods, that is gonna make the situation far worse for you because you will have much larger expenses because in addition to your operating expenses like your website, email servicer, etc., you will also have another huge expense, which is cost of goods sold. So I'm assuming that you are thinking about being a coach or some sort of service provider in this simulation. All right. Okay. So again, let's say you make $100,000 through this business in one year And I'm going to estimate that you have about $20,000 and these expenses can range from anything like paying for a virtual assistant to do some customer service or email work for you. This can be paying for your website. You will have monthly fees for wherever you're hosting your website. You might need to get your website designed or written. You might need to get pictures taken. You might need an email service provider. So $20,000, I would say, is fairly conservative, you probably will need more in expenses, but we're just going to go with that for right now. If you were to make $100,000 in your business and you have $20,000 in expenses, that would leave $80,000 left as taxable income. If you make $80,000, you will still make it up to that 22% tax rate, which by the way, is the same tax rate as a $100,000 paycheck, which means you will have an income tax bill of $8,761. Now, the good news is that is about $4,000 or so cheaper than your income tax bill if you were to be working for an employer. So yay, good news. However, the good news does not last. Next, we need to look at your payroll taxes. Remember, this is the tax that funds both Medicare and Social Security. That is taxed at a flat rate of 15.3%. But if you work for an employer, they pay half of that. And if you work for yourself, guess what? You are both the employee and the employer, which means you have to pay the full 15.3%, and this can really get a lot of business owners. This means that, again, if you have a taxable income of $80,000, 
your total payroll taxes would be $12,240. This leaves you with a total tax liability of $21,001, which means your total take-home pay from your $80,000 after expenses is $59,000. In this simulation that I've given you, you're going to make about $15,000 less working for yourself than you would have had you been working for someone else. Now, you might be thinking, but Veronica, when you work for yourself, you can write a lot of stuff off. And yes, that is absolutely true. When I was living in California, for example, I flew to New York for a business event and I stayed on for a few extra days just to vacation and hang out and see people. And I wrote off my plane tickets, part of my hotel, a lot of my food, drink, even some of my entertainment, and it was a ton of fun. I also taught private yoga for a little while when we were living in Dallas, Texas, and I wrote off a good portion of my car and the mileage that I put on my car, driving to clients' houses each day. These are all expenses that you can deduct if you work for yourself. You may also be able to deduct a portion of your rent or mortgage if you have a dedicated workspace inside your house that you run your business from. You might also be able to deduct your internet bill or cell phone bill or other expenses that you're already spending money on. If you had a podcast, for example, where you recapped movies or TV shows, you might be able to write off your Netflix or Hulu expenses. Don't quote me on that, but you probably could. So there's a lot of things you can write off that you're already spending money on, and that's great. And that's definitely one of the perks of having your own business. Now, a lot of people will spend money just so they can write more off, and I think that's kind of dumb. Why would you spend $100 only to be able to save $22 in taxes or whatever your exact tax rate is? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. But if you're really focusing on the money that you're already spending, like your cell phone bill, etc., and writing that off, you really can save a lot of money in taxes working for yourself. So let's say in this $100,000 business that you have, you're able to write off enough expenses totaling $30,000. This means your new taxable income is going to be $70,000 rather than $80,000. This means that your federal income tax will be $6,561 and the payroll tax will be down to $10,710. That's going to total $17,271 which means your total take-home pay after taxes will be $52,729. Now, that might not seem like a great salary to you, but if your business is paying for things that you use in your day-to-day life, like your cell phone bill, internet bill, etc., it can end up working out okay. However, there is one thing that I have never seen anyone talk about on the internet before, and that is... Yes, you can write off a lot more stuff when you work for yourself as opposed to when you work for someone else. And that can be really good and even advantageous in certain situations. However, you need to understand what all of these tax write-offs are doing to your future Social Security benefits. I have talked to business owners who talk about how they write off so much stuff that it looks like they're making almost nothing and they think they're pulling a fast one on the IRS because they're hardly paying any taxes. And sure, that's really cool. That's really great now. However, they are vastly decreasing the amount of money they're going to be entitled to from Social Security in retirement. So let's look at some of these numbers. If you were to write off enough expenses so that your taxable income in your business was only $70,000, when you turn 62, you would be eligible for about $1,700 in Social Security payments each month. And if you were to wait until the age of 70, you would be eligible for $3,100. 
Now, if you made $100,000 working for an employer, you would be eligible for $2,100 if you were to withdraw at 62 and $3,900 if you were to wait until you were 70. So you would basically be making several hundred dollars more each month, which would amount to several thousand dollars more each year if you had a higher taxable income in your working years. Let's say you were to go real extreme and you decided to write off as much as you possibly could. Maybe some of it legal, maybe some of it not. But let's say you got down to like $20,000 a year in taxable income. Now, again, that does not mean you made $20,000 in your business, but it means that is what was left over after you deducted all of your expenses. You would only be entitled to $767 a month in Social Security if you started withdrawing at 62, and that would only go up to $1,300 if you were to wait until you were 70. So if you are planning to write off as much as you possibly can to reduce your taxable income now, I think that's fine, but only if you invest the tax savings. If you just spend your tax savings on things like, I don't know, going out to eat or going on a vacation or a car or whatever, you might be really screwing yourself over in the long run. So here's what I mean by this. Let's say you have $70,000 in taxable income in your business, but you decide to write off some more stuff so that you could get that taxable income down to $60,000. That would be a tax savings of about $2,000. That's super approximate, by the way. And if you were to do that, again, I think that's fine as long as you take that $2,000 and you put it into your SEP or Roth or another investment account. You can think of that tax savings as getting an advance on your Social Security because, yes, your Social Security checks will be far lower if you keep writing stuff off in your business. But if you invest it now, I think that could be a really great plan. Now, the only time this doesn't really have much of an impact is if your taxable income in your business is over $160,000 and change. And this will change as the years go on. The government doesn't take into account to determine your Social Security on any money that you make over $160,000. So let's say you have a bigger business and you have $5,000, let's say, in gross revenue. You have a lot more incentive to get your taxable income as low as possible because it's not going to impact your Social Security until you get to below that $160,000 taxable income threshold. All right, so I hope this was helpful and insightful. I think this is an important conversation to have that not enough people are having because people who are selling you business or blah, 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 they just want you to buy into the dream because ultimately that enriches them. And I'm not saying that everyone who is teaching business is bad or shady or grifty or whatever, but I do think it's important to really look at the numbers and the tax implications of how you choose to make money in your career because it can potentially have detrimental effects if you aren't savvy and you don't know what you're doing. Look, having a business has been such an amazing experience for me, and I'm not shitting on it. I'm not telling you to not have a business. I'm not trying to scare you away if you're thinking about having a business. But again, I do think it's important. I do think there are more conversations in the online space around your expenses and what you actually pay yourself in your business. And that's great, but no one's really talking about the reality of what it actually means in terms of your finances and your taxes and future money that you might get in Social Security benefits. It's just important to remember that making $100,000 in your business is nowhere near equal to making $100,000 in corporate America. 
not to mention all of the benefits that you often get for your job, including health insurance, 401k matching, paid time off, sick time, and of course, unemployment insurance should you lose your job. And look, I know there's so much wrong with corporate America, and I'm not sitting here trying to say they're great guys and paint this rosy picture. However, I do think that it's not so black and white and there's a lot of gray area and what might be best for you might be a totally different situation and what might be best for you might be totally different than what is best for someone else. All right, so I hope you found this helpful. And again, any tax questions you have, make sure you email them to me, hello at veronicagrant.com or send me a DM on TikTok or Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant. And of course, if you aren't following me there, make sure you come on and say hello. I would love to hear from you and what your thoughts, questions, et cetera, were about this episode. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Run Your Money Show. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a new episode. And hey, before you leave, can you do me a quick favor? Please leave a rating or review wherever you listen to this podcast. It takes just a few seconds for you and it helps me enormously to get the show out in front of more women just like you. Thank you so much. You can find show notes, transcripts, free resources, and info on how to work with me at veronicagrant.com. See you next episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.